Hi, this is Cassandra Harris Lockwood, and this is the Hot Seat. Hi, folks. This is Cassandra Harris Lockwood coming to you live from Phoenix Radio. And what you're hearing now in the background is the chanting that was going on at the bell ringing ceremony um, just uh, yesterday at the temple on um, on Bleecker Street in Frankfurt, way out uh, way out Bleecker Street on Frankfurt. It was a beautiful ceremony. And uh, there were at least 200 people there and the master monk from Vietnam and other distinguished Buddhist uh, prelates. And it was uh, an event that uh, not is often and not often uh, uh, taken place here in the United States and I was uh, very uh, happy and um, um, humbled to be a part of it. I've covered many Buddhist activities over the years and um, this along with the temple blessing of the temple up on Stuben Street are really very memorable occasions. Uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Buddhist teachings, but I think this is the bell about to be rung. Uh, and when it comes in, I'm going to give you a, a little taste of it. I This is just on my my handheld, my... Um, there it is. Obviously, it loses a, a bit in the transmission but it was a huge beautiful bell and the master monk from Vietnam has just a lovely voice it's full of reverence and tenderness and authority as he as he speaks for his people here and and around the world and the uh, there is a there is a reading that uh, I, I we're gonna um, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have this in the upcoming the upcoming uh, issue of the Utica Phoenix. That's the chorus of the monks and the nuns and the, the uh, ones called to worship. And um, in the chanting, 
and it was a hot day. It was a hot, steamy day and umbrellas, and we're there for the shelter of the elders and those uh, in need. And it was a we were all invited to come up and ring the bell at the end of that uh, session of the of the ceremony. And um, we live in such an incredible community where there's so many diverse people and customs and traditions. And the Buddhists, when you look at a, a Tibetan baby or even a Vietnamese baby, you see Native American babies. These are all the same people dispersed to different parts of the planet. And here we are with the Buddhists coming back and establishing themselves and their message of peace and compassion, love and compassion, and the care of the elderly and the love of those ancestors who've gone before and looking out for the generations who are yet to come. And um, I, I just want to encourage those of you who've never, who've never participated in anything other than your go to church every Sunday or every Saturday uh, sessions, step out of your comfort zone maybe a little bit and uh, go and see and hear what other people, how other people praise God, basically, is what it is. And um, the, the messages that, um, the messages that, uh, let's, it's ton, let's see, ton. I have a, I have a, um, a message from uh, the translator. If you were here um, listening to my show last week, um, Tan was the interpreter for the master monk that came to tell us about the, um, the this you know invite everyone to the to the bell ringing ceremony, and uh, the the there was a, a a delicious lunch afterwards. It was all vegetarian, and uh, the there were many monks from all over. The world and I'm really not certain I have to do the the research in order to really bring the best information to you which we will in the in the in the coming in the in the coming Phoenix but here's a little bit of the background and the understanding of the ringing of the bell the great bell also known as U Min bell or Hong Chung is a spiritual Dharma treasure, the sacred Dharma instrument which is used to preserve Buddhist temples. It has a great influence on the spiritual life of humans, species, and realms. Its sound awakens all beings and resonates into immeasurable worlds in 10 directions. And those 10 directions are the north, south, east, and west, and then northeast, southeast, what, you know, that the way that goes around. So you get the, the four, four, and then uh, up and down to the, into the universe and into the, or into the earth. And then those, these bells are used as a call to prayer as they can be heard at great distances. 
The sound of the bell represents the voice of Buddha's teachings and also reminds living beings to clarify their body, speech, and mind. May the sound of the bell penetrate deep into the cosmos, even to the darkest spots. Living beings are able to hear it clearly so that all suffering in them ceases. Understanding comes to their heart and they transcend the path of sorrow and death. And I have to tell you that I physically felt better after being in the resonant field of this great bell. It says, the Buddha said, the sounds of Hung Chung are the sound of awakening. It makes one awakened to his true self as loving kindness, compassion, joy, generosity, non-self, and altruism. These are good elements in us. Nevertheless, we forget them. Therefore, the bell plays a role of awakening those elements in each of us. In our daily lives, we need some sort, some sort of sounds to some sort of sounds to bring us back to the present moment. Many people have come to the temple with anxiety, suffering, and despair. But as long as they hear the sound of Hung Chung, all suffering in them will be at ease. Anyway. There's more to that, but um, you can read about it um, in the upcoming edition of the Utica Phoenix. I just wanted to kind of start off with that as starting off the week. I don't have a, a guest uh, uh, for today, so I'm just going to go over some uh, material that um, I'd already shared, uh, but it was weeks ago. And I want to know, uh, you know, if people are really paying attention out there. And also, there were some, there were some things going on in the, in the, in the world I wanted to kind of speak on and, uh, you know, kind of out of my, out of my wheelhouse, but uh, nonetheless, uh, this ongoing battle between the two outstanding high-paying, high-profile, uh, I guess they're black, um, superstars, singer-superstars. First of all, I want to say about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, and, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm not just, I'm just saying, they're both so light-skinned, and they wear the, the blonde wigs and present something other than uh, a brown skin, kinky haired version that most black, black people are. And <clears throat> then they go out and want to fight each other. It, it, it's, you know, I, um, I, it's a disgrace. It's a waste of time. It's an insult to uh, the dignity of black people to carry on like that. Uh, can't imagine uh, Taylor Swift and whoever, uh, you know, grabbing each other by the hair and acting like they don't have good sense. And and I have to go back to the 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 off the rails kind of status that that the black society is in right now, and I. I truly believe that 
No, I know. I don't believe. I know that it has to do with the last 40 or 50 years of mass incarceration and inculcating a prison culture and a prison consciousness into the everyday lives of of uh, black people. And then when I think about, uh, you know, I, I never really, I never watched this, uh, these shows, but the Real Housewives of Atlanta and I guess these, these um, you know, uh, wives of, of um, these black women who are wives of superstar basketball players and so on with got the long fingernails and the and the the, the um, weaved you know woven hair and going on like the the they're it's part of what they do is just to fight um I mean you know it and it and it brings about the 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 emotions of you know envy and resentment and distrust and anger and hostility and competition and jealousy and with authority issues and then there's this dissonance this this dissonant uh cultural uh, uh attitude you know anything to be outside of what's expected as as normal and and in in, in mainstream society so I have really pro- I have a real problem with that. Here these women are so incredibly privileged in where they are in their lives with such a great platform to reach out and be somebody to kids that are and young people and and, and you know be an example to 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 grown women and and how you can be a better human being and instead they want to they seem to uh, want to uh, display the worst in behaviors and in attitudes uh, towards one another and be uh, if, if not a disgrace a big disappointment if you're not you know disappointed by it, if you're not disgraced by it disappointed by it or i don't know maybe some people out there clapping their hands you know waiting to see the fur fly i don't know you know um but uh i just you know i i haven't heard anybody else speaking on it and i this is just this got me from the first that i heard um you know a couple of weeks ago when i don't know who grabbed someone else's you know wig off and tonight um big awards um, ceremony and you know another opportunity for people to act up we'll have to see you know also you know there's an opportunity to show some dignity too, show some class show you know be an example to to um, you know the people the young people who have aspirations to you know go into go into show business I can't imagine you know obviously you know I, I mentioned um you know Taylor Swift and you know, whoever, but I just can't imagine, you know Diana Ross and and um, uh, whoever you know it, it, the uh, who anyway it's it's ridiculous it's a it's a it's a I I I'm, I wish that um, uh, we can do better than that I expect us to do better than that and I hope. Uh, you young people who've been watching it, paying attention to it, will, will, you know, will recognize that that's not 
the way that uh, Aretha would, you know, behave with um, Gladys Knight or, you know, any any one of the the great singers and performers of our of our time. So um, with that, I think we're going to break for a commercial and I'll be right back in the hot seat. Hi, this is Cassandra Harris Lockwood and this is the hot seat. Hi, I'm back. Oh, and I just wanted to mention that uh, I was just made aware of the first case of strep that I know of in the grade schools. Oh, maybe it's junior high school. But anyway, it's out there. I've heard it a couple of times. And I know that um, I have recommended that people, moms and dads out there that want to keep your kids safe and healthy, make sure that you get sufficient and regular doses of vitamin C. It is a vital nutrient. It's a vital vitamin. Your body cannot produce it. You have to bring it in. And um, uh, I have recommended getting a, you know, a bottle of gummies, vitamin C gummies from your drugstore or your health food store or wherever and make sure your kid has a couple of them to you know take during the day at school when you come home and uh, before bedtime because vitamin c is a water soluble vitamin and it's critical it is a foundation of your of your immune system and if you have any uh, or your child your children have any form of bleeding gums that is a real indicator that's a, a, a definite indicator that you want to make sure that you get them or him or them and yourself on regular doses of vitamin C um, and you know they, they say that uh, 500 to 1000 milligrams daily is optimal but if you have, a, especially if you have a child that's very active and in sports and drinking lots of water and flushing the vitamin C out of their body on a regular basis, you want to make sure that you're taking it a few times a day. And especially, as they call it, the, the bacterial soup of the, the classroom is um, it's, it's ripe for transmitting transmitting disease. So get your vitamin C and you want to make sure you get vitamin D3 because that's part of your immune system too and we don't get as much sunlight as we need to around here especially once you're shut in the inside indoors you know for the duration uh, you want to make sure that you keep your your uh, your vitamin D intake at a high level as well um, and I, we're going to be starting to get do some giveaways here at uh, at ninety five five point five, the heat, and um, uh, I think what I'm going to do is have some little quizzes. Who can, you know, tell me what the uh, what the, the 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 best course for 
or what or what you what the uh, vitamin is for your immune system, what your vitamin is that you make from sunlight, and uh, we'll put some some uh, some questions, some Q and A's together. I know some of my study buddies will be uh, listening, and I want to uh, on the study on the note of the study buddy club. I want to announce that we had our first session at Hamilton College. There were nine students on the bus with our wonderful Study Buddy Club coordinator, uh, Jessica Zabo, and uh, the kids had a great time. A lot of studying was done, and I am certain that this Monday there were some happy kids that have finished their homework, that didn't know how they were going to get through it, that got through it, did a good job, and even learned more. So if you if you kids in the inner city, um, and, and I'm, I'm talking to you guys that, you know, might not have, uh, you know, a desk to do your homework on or a computer to do your homework on or somebody to help you with your studies, you get in touch with us over here at For the Good Incorporated because we've got your answer to better grades and more success in high school. Uh, I want to say that uh, your, uh, if anyone ever told you that getting C's and D's is okay, all you, you want to do is get by, get through, that's not the answer. That's that's not success. Okay, just passing is not success. Hear my voice. It is not success. What success is, is doing better than you did the last time. Doing your best every time you have a test. And that test is just what it is. It's a test. It's just to see what you know, what you've learned, and how good you are at delivering the information that was given you and for you students uh, that are that are listening um, I've known kids that started off with C's and D's in, uh, in, in, a, in any given subject and ended up with A's and B's so it is possible it's not that you're stupid it's just that you need help and people who have the information are willing to share the information and you might as well make use of the information now the study buddy club uh, we have a, a schedule and we have uh, the the uh, those bi-monthly sessions at Hamilton College and we're also underway at the uh, West Side Center the West Side they call it the Senior Center but that's the West Side Community Center now and this is a call out to college students, especially with um, math and science skills, that uh, will are willing to come and donate some of their time between 3.30 and 6.30 on Wednesdays. This is a call out to you all, if you are so inclined, and we hope that you are, to uh, help kids who want to help themselves. And that's what this is. This is a... We're not twisting anybody's arm to get them to come to the center or to go up to Hamilton. These are kids that want to do better academically, self-select, that they want to uh, join in with other kids that, that want to improve their grades. 
And so, you know, I mean, for God's sake, they're teenagers. They're going to, you know, fool around and carry on and stuff. But they're there to work. And it doesn't take much to, you know, redirect them, once, even if they want to get silly and goofy. But um, there's nobody there that's going to be fighting you to learn. That's for sure. And we're looking forward to, you know, filling up the bus. We want to, you know, let Jess kind of take her time filling up that bus. And we've, we're, we're used to, you know, having, you know, at least 20 and to 30 kids taking advantage of the, the wonderful resources of the, 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 the great minds, the great young minds and, and altruistic minds of uh, Hamilton College students. It's a, you know, they take time out of their, their schedules and uh, come to the dining hall to have lunch with and meet their, meet their two T's. They're the two tours and then they have the two T's and um, help them out with their, with their subjects. And it's, it's kind of a magical relationship between the um, young people and the younger people because the younger people uh, aspire to be a college student someday not that all of them would be or need to be but they they admire the older and much wiser Hamilton students and um, and they're a good example you know for kids that have grown up in the inner city where there are not a lot of role models for professional or educational or higher, uh, you know, aspirations in in um, professions. This is a, a a great way for them to get comfortable and to even see themselves in these positions. See themselves. They are actually on a on a college campus to actually see other students, older students who care about them and want to help and guide them to a, a better a better life because basically that's what it comes down to. We all know that education is the key to success in, in your life. You, have a be- you will have a better life the more you educate yourself. And if anybody tells you that, you know, SSI, going, you know, getting an SSI claim or you know, getting a check and, and, and having more babies is a way to secure your future. There's no future in that, folks. You can take a look around and see what, what, you, what, what, is, what it amounts to as a future. And if you have any, any uh, desires, if you have any sort of um, ambition to excel in anything, get your education in that thing or or whatever it is that floats your boat frankly because uh, as i don't know how many of you know this as uh as the ceo of a radio station which believe me is very high tech and involves a lot more than me just speaking into a microphone or a dj pushing a button and you know uh you know scratching around with the record um I actually got my degree, I got my baccalaureate, my BA in art and dance. I love art. I'm a better than average artist. I'm a better than average dancer. But this is what I'm doing. And and going to college, you don't necessarily have to focus on the thing that you want to be at the end. You just got to go. You got to go and do your best when you're there. Yeah, of course I had to write 
of course I had to write essays. I had to write papers, 10 page papers, 20 page papers, you know, eight, three page papers. But I learned how to show up. I learned how to deliver. I learned to take criticism. I learned to get better at everything that I did. Uh, you know, and being able to take a critique is not always an easy thing. You know, and every writer thinks that what they've written is the as the cat's meow is just perfect the way it is. Well, you know what? Everybody's better after an editor. And, you know, college will teach you that. You know, you, this is your first draft. You turn it in. And these are your recommendations. And you do your second draft. And you kind of get used to that. I mean, if, if you are lulled into a sense of thinking that everything you do is going to be okay. No, it's not working like that. And on that note, I want to go back to um, a comment that Dr. Redner made last week when he was here because I asked him about the opioid epidemic and, and why he thought that his generation was so caught up in this opioid epidemic. And, and I've seen, you know, he's seen so many of his friends perish. My son has seen, and I've known some of my son's friends who have died tragic deaths and, and, and untimely deaths with the opioid epidemic. And what Dr. Redner said was that he believes that the physicians during that period of time when they were growing up led them to believe that no one should ever have to experience any emotional or physical pain. And I'd like to add to that, that that was also the generation where during ASO or T-ball or whatever the, the sport was or the game was, everybody was a winner. Everybody got a trophy. It didn't matter if you finished dead last. Everybody got a trophy. That is not the way the world works, folks. I'm here to tell you, you better bring it. If you want to succeed, you want to be somebody, whatever, if it's being a plumber, if it's being an electrician, if it's being a pharmacist, if it's being a doctor, if it's being a farmer, if it's being a dancer, if it's being an artist, a nutritionist, whatever it is, you better bring it. Or society is not going to last too long because we've got to have some expertise out here. Just any old way you want to do it is not going to make the grade. You've got to have discipline and you have to be persistent and you got to be able to take a, criti a, a critique, take criticism and then improve your game, improve what you're bringing. So if anyone wants to call in on any of this, uh, please be free, you know, feel free, feel free to do so. And um, I'm going to turn off my ringer, turn, turn on my ringer as the... Now that I've, and the number is 315-507-3135. I think we've got some stuff to talk about here. Um, I, I, you know, I started off with the, with the, with the Buddhists and, uh, you know, we've gone, we're, here we are all the way back around to the study buddy club and, um, I was going to talk about um, 
fat, but I don't know if I want to talk about fat, interstitial fat that we were talking about before with the um, with the pharmacist, with um, uh, Shiffy, with um, Tony Shiffy with, from Parkway Drugs because we had the big discussion on the uh, ketogenic diet and that there are different kinds of fat. And even if someone um, is not big and fat, they can still have this stuff called interstitial fat, which is fat that forms around your organs. And you really don't want to have that kind of fat. You really don't. And a lot of that fat comes from excess again. Oh, this is going to be part of my part of my my test for the for the the um, the medallions, this, the uh, patches when we get them. Um, Carbohydrates, excess carbohydrates in your body. And there's some, there's some that are incredibly common and very cheap and therefore uh, very, uh, very prevalent in processed foods, the high fructose corn syrup. So, you know, your, 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 your sweet drinks, your sugary drinks, uh, any, you know, coated uh, carbs that you have, like, you know, cornflakes or um, pasta, not pastas, pastries and that sort of thing. Final, you look at your, start reading your ingredients, folks. Start reading your ingredients. The, the, um, the, the, the incidence of cancers, as, um, as uh, Dr. Redner pointed out, are, there are eight specific cancers, and I don't know exactly what eight they are, are associated with being obese so if you have concerns about cancer and who you know, who doesn't thought well you know, I don't want to ever have cancer everybody nobody says oh I'd like to have cancer no you know so this is something you want to stay away from so the more that you can moderate your diet so that you're not morbidly obese or just obese in general the better off you're going to be and you know everybody has to eat and 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 the you know food addiction has got to be one of the tougher addictions because you have to eat it's not like you can just say i'm not going to eat anymore like i'm not going to drink anymore and there are plenty of people out there that ought to be saying that i'm not going to drink anymore and you know who you are um but that you can't not eat so to to moderate your diet is something that is necessary and to be aware, you can go online and Google carbohydrates. You can Google Google the um, uh, glycemic index, and the glycemic index is a uh, it's a, a scale of how how well, I don't say rich how, um, how how the the strength of we'll say the strength of the carbohydrate you. How quickly the blood sugar level rises as a result of the carbohydrate that you've put in your in your in your body. Okay, um, that was from our esteemed uh, engineer Chet Batorf. I was stumbling for words. I was looking for a scale, but the scale is actually a measure of how quickly and how much sugar that a, a substance will put into your bloodstream, which is something you want to. Uh, I'm sure you don't get too much of because because you have to produce insulin in order to 
mitigate the, 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 the sugar in your blood because your body does not want to have a lot of sugar in its blood. And so it has to take it out and store it somewhere because it can't metabolize it. It can't burn it up as quickly. So it stores it as fat. So the more you continue to pile on the carbs, and that's pasta, and that's bread, and that's uh, cereals and grains, and even some beans, and uh, you know sugars and sugary drinks and syrups, and you keep naming it, you know uh, bagels and donuts and pies and cakes, and uh, sadly, it's what a lot of people live on because they're cheap. They're a cheap source of fuel for your body and your body wants that as quickly as it can because that's what it runs off of so you you gotta like the little child with the candy with the lollipop not now later you know you have to you have to adjust your eating habits and i believe we're about to break another time for uh commercials and i'll be right back hi this is cassandra harris lockwood and this is the hot seat Hi, folks. I'm back and ended up by talking about the uh, effects of carbohydrates in our diets. And carbohydrates are not the only thing we eat. And a lot of people have problems other than uh, just being overweight with their with what they eat. Some people have acid reflux and digestion problems especially as we get older we have fewer enzymes to break down our food and stuff happens and i've uh i've seen it on uh of i've seen it on uh, uh well actually i think i heard it on one of the commercials on the radio that um uh, somebody is saying oh you know i my number two looks like a number one is there a number three kind of thing in in elimination problems so I want to talk a little bit about enzymes and then uh, uh, probiotics because a lot of people will take antacids or have been prescribed antacids or other um, means of quieting their uh, complaints after they eat when maybe the problem is not so much uh, too much acid, but insufficient enzymes. So enzymes, you have digestive enzymes in your stomach. And as I said, the older you get, the fewer you have. And um, But digestive enzymes are not only found in your stomach. They're also found in your pancreas. You have pancreatin and uh the and 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 your your pancreas will shoot squirt whatever um introduce enzymes into your stomach to break down your food now you have different kinds of enzymes to digest different kinds of food you have amylase that breaks down sugars your carbohydrates and you have lipase that breaks down fats into fatty acids and glycerol and pepsin and then i'm sorry and and then pepsin breaks down proteins well pepsin is one of the protein uh enzymes you have protease proteinase and peptidase Uh, and those enzymes will break down you know meats and proteins now if you uh you can go to peter's you can go to tom's and you can 
purchase from, you know, different um, uh, health food outlets, enzymes. Uh, and and I would I would suggest that, you know, if you find that, you know, you ate a big steak dinner, and you laid down and you felt like your your um, stomach was up in your throat, that maybe you want to try. Um, first of all, eating smaller meals, and uh, but but it, it, you know if you're an O and you you know you're okay with an O blood type that is, and you're okay with eating meat, I would suggest you go and get some digestive enzymes, and go and ask Peter or Tom or whomever at your vitamin shop what is the ratio? Is there is there like a good amount of um, protease in here or or even um uh you know proteinase or what's the other one um the when you're you're pancreatin okay and, and take some take some after meat hell how's this also you have lactase now they put lactase in milk for people who are lactose intolerant okay so if you have a problem or if you had some a big thing of cheese or a milkshake and your stomach is like kicking you kicking your butt behind it get some digestive enzymes try a digestive enzyme uh they work and um on the note of probiotics the probiotics are again the uh the germs and the fungi and the wild things the little tiny critters that live in your intestines and they are there to to further break down your food and to get it into uh, you where you're into an absorb uh, to so that your body can absorb the nutrition and when the balance of the of the uh, probiotics is thrown off in your gut and sometimes that's by well, it could be on any number of, of reasons, but one is antibiotic use that will knock out your gut culture. You want to go back and restore that with your good or helpful bacteria to keep your gut healthy. And those two things, balancing your enzymes and your, your gut culture with probiotics, will go a long way to giving you a longer, healthier life. Rather than going to a drug that's going to mask the symptoms and you keep on doing what you're doing and you don't get any better, you might want to try this. And there's also this new brand of probiotics called Earth Flora, which I found to be fantastic. Uh, I, have to, I have to credit uh, Elizabeth Zleck who uh, once wrote uh, pretty regularly in the in the Utica Phoenix on a, on a health column, with turning me on to the uh, Earth Flora, and that I know is available online. Uh, yeah, oil so, soil based organisms. So um, that's my piece on or my my information today, and I'm hoping that you know it's going to help someone some way to uh, feel better and uh, you know and, and eat better and digest better because you know if your gut is in an uproar you can't be right you can't be right you're not going to sleep well you're going to be kind of crabby 
You're not going to be too social. Your brain and there is a gut and brain connection. So your brain's not going to be working right if you've got to concentrate and you're getting like somebody stabbing you with a knife in your in your gut. Doesn't you know that's not a good life. You can we can do better than that. So, um, and and you know I encourage you to you know speak to your healthcare provider and ask them because you know sometimes uh, you know before they give you Prilosec or whatever you might say. Can, do you think I could try some enzymes? Do you think I could you know you could prescribe some digestive enzymes for me? I heard that they might work. Okay, um, because that's really what you need. Now, um, we don't have a little over uh, 10 minutes left, and I, I do have at least one guest uh, scheduled for this week, and uh, that's Dr. Andy Williams-Lopez, and he is the um, CEO of at least Central New York Quest. I, I know he has a, a for-profit arm, and I think he just bought a, a, a gym or something like that. And... Um, He's going to be coming on and we're going to be talking about, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to be talking about mental illness uh, uh, in general uh, and, and services for the mentally ill. But in particular, those uh, individuals and families who suffer with uh, autism the, in the autism spectrum. And it is a very unique circumstance that we are in in this country. Uh, in, in that uh, certain populations uh, have seen a real spike in autism, the general population, and some populations, uh, such as the Amish, have not experienced that spike. Now, there's some peculiarities about the Amish that we all know. Right around in buggies, they don't they don't drive cars. They'd rather take a train. They won't, you know, um, they will take trains because I guess those were around when, uh, I don't know exactly what the thought process is, but they will take a train, but they're not going to drive a car. And they um, don't use electricity or, um, you know, many of the modern conveniences that we use. And as far as I know, they... Uh, grow their own food they have farms and uh you know uh, have a natural a more natural way of of living and i don't think they do i don't think they do vaccinations either and there's been some controversy and i know some people are howling that i even mentioned it because uh, we um we had um, a series in the Phoenix a couple of years ago, and I let, you know, Elizabeth Zleck have her say, and there were, you know, on, on her a position on, on uh, the causes of, of uh, autism or the, let's say, the danger of vaccination. Uh, I have to say, I did have my child vaccinated, but he was a little tiny baby. And uh, they wanted to give him a full dose. 
of the, I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, for the, the, the vaccination was designed for a 24-pound child, and mine was like maybe 12 pounds. I said, no, well, cut that in half. You know, you give them to him, give them the other dose next time or something like that, which they did, but I did not want his immune system to be overwhelmed with a, uh, you know, a, a load of, incoming microbes even dead or otherwise that his body didn't have the substance to to to, to absorb um and i have to say too that uh he had uh, as an infant when he was in the neonatal intensive care unit he did have uh two rounds of broad spectrum antibiotics which um knocked out his gut culture. So I know a little bit about this probiotic stuff. And I know that, um, you know, antibiotics and steroids and, you know, uh, you know, different diseases will, uh, you know, will affect the, the body's ability to absorb food and, and maintain regularity. Yep. So Andy Lopez Williams will be with us tomorrow and it should be an interesting uh, conversation because he has a particular method of uh, treating his clients and as far as I know it's highly successful I don't know we'll, we'll probably find out more about uh, autism and the and the spectrum and as I as I understand it too I believe that black boys have a higher incidence of um, autism or a bad reaction to um, the, uh, I don't know if it's just the MMR, Muses, Mumps and Rubella, but uh, to vaccinations and that um, it's something that we need to be aware of as parents and, 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 you know, loving our children. But, you know, obviously then we have a, we have a problem with, uh, you know, diseases, contagious diseases. And uh, I was, uh, I remember as a child, you know, some of my friends having polio and, you know, being in iron lungs and, you know, to this day having crippled legs and arms and, you know, limbs and such. And obviously polo, polio is nothing you want to have. And, you know, I got the little, you know, that was tuberculosis, little scratch on the arm. But, you know, we just we 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 should be aware of the the dangers, bad batches of of um, you know the 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 uh, serum or whatever that you know need to be need to be accounted for. But here we are, and you know we have a you know a generation of of. Uh, young people, children, and, and, you know, young adults now with um, autism. And the numbers have grown dramatically in the past 20 years. And um, that's something that, you know, we want to we want to be aware of because these are people these are people in everyday walks of life that we have to, you know, uh, find ways to um, engage, employ, empower, and and um, you know, build as best they can to to be full full human beings, full full functioning human beings. Um, I still don't have any 
callers calling in, but um, I, I would um, like to discuss anything that, you know, any, that, that I've spoken on so far and prepared uh, something else. So I can, you know, take a look at that as well. But um, I want to encourage any uh, any possible sponsors out there that might want to sponsor the the, the, the hot seat or may want to advertise on Phoenix Radio to feel free to call us here uh, or email us at uh, 95.5 The Heat or sales at Utica Phoenix um, at G- sales at Utica Phoenix sales dot Utica Phoenix at Gmail or it's it's 95.5 The Heat at gmail.com and um, we're um, busy producing commercials now and Preparing for uh, the next uh, the next uh, batch of um, sponsors who are local sponsors that are coming in and building up our building up our uh, our our uh, business here, and that's what it is. This is a business, and we run off of advertising sales and the support of our listeners, and uh, it's um, you know we are. Uh, growing and uh, becoming more uh, popular. We're, we're about to come out with some uh, television commercials soon and uh, look forward to uh, your uh, jumping in a claim for, oh, look at that. That's a Phoenix radio. See, uh, that's a Phoenix radio on TV, that commercial, because we are in the house. We're in the community. We're not going anywhere. We're building this thing up. We're committed to bringing information and technology to the community we're committed to raising the bar and raising the standard here in town uh, for uh, people who have gotten stuck in different crevices on their way up the uh, you know up the ladder to where they thought they would be we want to encourage you don't stop keep on going pay attention to the messaging that we have here in the morning, the morning show is great. We have input from American Urban Radio Network, uh, feeds from uh, April Ryan and Money Matters. And, you know, education is important. And one of the things that we need to educate ourselves on is how to how to handle money. And, you know, I, I, I didn't uh, just, you know, pop out knowing how to handle money or run a business, but... You know, here I am, and and uh, you know, I've I've I figured out some things, and I want to encourage our listeners to do the same. You got to figure out some stuff. Don't stay stuck. You don't have to stay stuck. That's a choice. Staying stuck is a choice. Creating your future out of possibilities is also a choice, and you have to be able to open your eyes and uh, claim your claim your 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 power as well as your shortcomings because you need to build up those shortcomings to be able to use all your power and you know i think that uh, it was nelson mandela said that one of our greatest fears is being our powerful self so i would encourage you because everyone i i know has a has a feeling of 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 being somebody inside and if you don't know, if you don't now, I know you did when you were a kid because that's a part of being human is to have aspirations and to, 
and to look forward to to um, having something more to you know and then to have uh, an, an, an excitement for life and to have dreams and too many of our young people and even at this point adults have forgotten how to dream or left off with dreaming or decided that dreaming is not uh, an advisable task that there's no future in dreams and let me tell you sometimes dreams are things you never even thought before you know i'm living a dream right now it wasn't i didn't grow up thinking i was gonna own a radio station but here i am owning a radio station <clears throat> and on that note i think we have to be conscious and aware of the fact that it was an opportunity that presented itself that I recognized. I recognized the opportunity and I kept at it. I recognized the opportunity and I kept at it regardless of what anybody else was telling me was going to work or didn't work. Every day I did something to forward this reality, to make this happen. And even if it was just telling myself, all right, tomorrow you're going to do blah, blah, blah. Are you going to contact so-and-so? Are you going to write this? Are you going to do that? I kept it moving. And now I happen to be the second black woman in New York State to own a radio station. Actually, I'm probably the first to own two or three because I actually do own a number of them now. But, you know, we're building this thing up. And somehow, you know, this has manifested and it's continuing to manifest. And I am greatly... Um, uh, encouraged and you know it's not it wasn't even about uh, I'm, I'm generally ambitious but I, I wasn't thinking oh I gotta go and get a radio station but this has been and is being and will be such a blessing to this community um, you um, corporate heads out there you company owners uh, if you're in uh, any sort of business that could support this effort i would ask and encourage you to call us up and let us know that you want to be a part of rebuilding this community because as the fire flares and the phoenix rises from the ashes so will this community if we work together so i want to thank you for joining me tonight and i'm going to turn it over to the after work flow <laughs> 